morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever it is that you're listening to this, I want to say thank you. Thank you for spending some time with me yet again. And I hope you didn't miss me too much. I've missed the last uh, couple of weeks of recordings. I know that there are a lot that you can listen to because we've put quite a few together and um, it gives you some time, you know, so when I don't make a new one, then you're able you're able to listen to some past ones, I guess. But I just, I also wanted to let you know that I'm here and I'm back. And if you have something that you'd love to say to me or send to me, please shoot me, shoot me an email, um, genie at geniesiscometh.com. There's no hyphen in the last name in the email. And I, I appreciate those of you that have reached out to me and said, Hey, where have you been? <laughs> so I, um, I've been a little bit lost and a little bit unsure. And I thought maybe, maybe you're, you're there too. I'm trying to decide you know, do I continue moving forward with with my business, you know, my speaking and my mentoring business? Um, I'm still working on my third book. It has taken me, I'm on it three years now. And I'm like, why, why is this, you know, and, and I know I'm, was a little lost. And um, I was spending some time in the Bible the other day. And I have a couple of Bible verses. Some of them I've shared with you before, um, but I have a new one. And and the one that I've shared with you before is Matthew seven seven, and it is called the ask the ask seek um, knock passage. And you know it it, it says ask and ye shall uh, be answered. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. And so I've been seeking, and I've been asking, and I've been looking. And today in my Bible study, I came across Romans 12. And now I'm reading from the New International Version. And so Romans 12, starting with verse 6. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. And it, and you know, as I was looking at that, I was like, okay, I truly feel like I've been called to teach. I truly feel that I've been called, you know, to to take complex ideas, so to speak, and make them simple, make them understandable, because that's what I've had to do for my my education, my understanding. You know, I had so many learning disabilities. I should say I have, <laughs> because I still have those learning disabilities. I've just learned how to incorporate them or how to manage them, how to deal with them in a manner that allows me to get done what I know I need to get done. But those difficulties, or I should say, and those difficulties have created strengths for me in in the way of teaching and sharing knowledge with others. And I, I hope I hope you feel 
the same way. <laughs> I'm assuming that you do because you're listening to this. And and I absolutely love teaching. I love sharing a concept and watching someone understand and put it to use. That lights me up like no other. And so I believe that I've been called to be a teacher. And sometimes I get lost. Sometimes I wonder what it is that the Lord wants me to teach. And I know that he is the Lord of order. And, you know, and it's the devil that is bringing in that chaos. And it helps me to relax and to just say, okay, Lord, show me today. Guide me today. What would you have me do? And as long as it's legal, moral, and ethical, I know that it's him guiding me. Because I have thoughts, you know, that that are mean sometimes, you know, and I don't, I don't know if you've ever had somebody offend you or um, say something mean to you or do something unacceptable to you. And you may, like me, have those mean, ugly thoughts towards them. And I know that those are not from the Lord. I know they're not because that's not how he views us. He views us as our, as his children and he loves us. And, you know, I think about my kids and how they make mistakes. They screw up, they paint the walls, (laughs) you know, they spill things, they break things, all of those things. Now they're older now. So, you know, they, they don't do those, it, they, they do different kinds of things now. But I think, you know, when they were a child and they would lie to me or they would, you know, take something that wasn't there for, theirs from their friends or whatever, I never, ever once stopped loving them. I never, ever once wanted them to go away. I never, ever once, you know, wished they weren't mine. Never once. And God, and that's with human love. And God has perfect heavenly love. So I realized that as I'm wandering and seeking him, I am walking his path. I am doing as he's asking me to do because I'm seeking and I'm praying and I'm asking. And so that's important to me. I realized that this morning. And one of the other Bible verses that I was looking at is Romans 2. Uh, Romans uh, chapter 12, verse 2. So that's Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, I am not a theologian. I have... I've studied the Bible, I've read it, and done my best to understand it. And um, to me, what that says, that as long as I am seeking his guidance, as long as I am looking to what he needs and what he wants, then I will find it. My problem, maybe like your problem, is patience. I want things now. And I am learning to be patient. So I recently 
planted a lemon seed. Okay, I planted it. Um, when did I plant it? This this spring, I planted it the first part of March. I ate a lemon. It was a really good lemon. And so I thought, hmm, let's plant a seed. And so I planted the seed. I got a little, you know, a little uh, pot, was put some dirt in it, and I planted the seed in there. And I don't remember how much longer, but it started to sprout and grow. And now it's a nice little bush. It's not huge by any means, but it's growing because I'm taking care of it. I'm watering it every day. I put it outside in the sun during the day and I bring it in at night. Now, um, this summer, I haven't been bringing it in at night because it's been warm enough that it won't freeze. But we're starting to get into some fall weather here in Utah. And so I'll be bringing it in at night to protect it so it doesn't freeze. And, and, um, about three years ago, I planted a pineapple seed and I never saw anything, never saw anything. And I was like, what? And then I finally started doing some research and it takes, I think it's like, like a couple of years before anything grows from a pineapple seed. Now I haven't looked directly, you know, I haven't looked this up recently. And, and I started thinking about that, you know, today and yesterday, I've been pondering on this for a while while, you know, I told you I've been lost and kind of wandering. (laughs) Um, I've been thinking about that because, you know, I want things now I want to plant a seed and I want to harvest tomorrow. Well, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way in the natural world with seeds and plants. And it doesn't work that way in my life either. It takes diligent, continuous effort, persistent, continuous effort. As Napoleon Hill says in his book, Think and Grow Rich. I've got to, first of all, prepare the soil. You know, I've got to pull out all the weeds and loosen the dirt and remove the big rocks or boulders so that I have good, clean dirt. And then I've got to plant the seed. I've got to have the seed, right? Then I've got to plant the seed and I bury it and I water it and I pull the weeds and I take care of it and I tend it and I make sure it gets sunlight and water. And then it slowly starts to sprout in its time, whether it be, you know, two weeks, six months, three years, five years like bamboo, in its time, it will sprout. And the same is true with my life. The same is true with my goals and what I'm trying to create. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. And so if you find yourself struggling and being like me, impatient, wanting things to happen quicker, not understanding what it is that you're going through, let me remind you of Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. I love that verse and I need to remember it more often. (laughs) I need to remember it when I'm, when I'm saying, just tell me what to do. I've been told what to do. Be patient, pray, seek, ask, and find. That's what I've been told to do. Plus many, many other things. 
And so I find myself spending more and more time in the Bible, which is a good thing because it's directions, it's guidance, it's love, it's mercy, it's grace, it's patience, it's kindness, and it's chastisement as well. It's discipline. And I wanted to offer the same to you. I wanted to offer you some of my thoughts that I've been having and pondering recently. And I hope that you find joy in them. I hope that they help you. I hope that they guide you forward. I hope that you are patient with the seeds that you're planting. I hope that you understand that what you're doing is important work. If you're called to it, that doesn't mean that it's going to just be easy. That doesn't mean that you're just all of a sudden everything's going to go easy for you. God doesn't say our path will be easy. In fact, it says you will be, you know, ridiculed and made fun of and, you know, you will have difficulties just like the Lord did when he was here. Following the Lord doesn't mean easy. Following the Lord means it's right. Doing the right thing is not always easy, but it's the right thing. There's a lot of discouragement and despair and misunderstanding and chaos going on right now. And it's up to us to bring light and love and grace and mercy and understanding to that chaos. And the only way that I can do that is by spending time in my Bible. The only way that I can do that is by understanding that God loves me even in the midst of my correction. He loves me. Just like when my dad used to correct me. I I remember uh, I had a curfew of 10 o'clock, which you know, kind of made sense to me when I was in my early teens because, you know, my brother was older than me and he had a curfew of midnight. And so, you know, I was, I was uh, 15 and I had a 10 o'clock curfew and my brother was almost 17 and he's a year and a half older than me. So sometimes he was 16 and then he became 17. And so I thought, okay, well, that's all right. He's 17. So he has a curfew of midnight. Well, when I hit 17, I thought I should have a curfew of midnight. Well, and it didn't work that way. And my dad told me that's because girls are out getting pregnant after 10 o'clock. And I was like, wait a minute, what? I thought that was the stupidest thing I'd ever heard. And so that night when I went out, I stayed out to midnight. And the next morning, my dad woke me up at four o'clock in the morning. Now, we lived on a farm you know, so that, so sometimes there would be early morning work, not always. And, um, I went out and I worked and I worked and I was cleaning out the calf pens and I was, you know, doing a bunch of work. And, and finally by about 10 o'clock, I realized, wait a minute, this is not a normal's day work. You know, usually we've at least stopped for breakfast by now. And it wasn't too long after that. I started realizing this isn't a normal day work. This is punishment because, you know, this is discipline because last night I didn't do what he had told me to do. And 
I, I believe it was around noon, around lunch, he came and got me. And I said, Dad, I think we need to talk. And he says, curfew's 10 o'clock. You broke it. This is your consequence. And he said, also, I understand what you said. It's not about the time. It's about the intent. And so your curfew's now midnight. And so there was an understanding between the two of us, right? He had laid down the law and I broke the law. And so I was disciplined because I had broke and, and, you know, not done what he had asked me to do. Then there was also understanding on his part because he was able to see that what I said had merit. I, I, I don't know all of the Lord's plan for me. I just know that right now I get to share my thoughts. I get to share my understandings, my, my seeking of knowledge with you. I know that's where I am right now. I don't, I don't know where I'll be next week, next month. I do know that I'm seeking the Lord's plan and I do know that I'm doing my best to follow it. I do know that he knows best. My father got caught up in a belief that he had and it took me showing him something different that made it made it different. The Lord doesn't need me to show him that. He knows all. He sees all. He is he is is all powerful, all knowing. And so I need to trust him. I need to lay in his hands. He keeps me in his hands. He keeps me safe. And I need to remember that. No matter where I am, the Lord is with me. No matter where I go, the Lord is with me. When I sin, I am removed from his presence until I ask for forgiveness. And I say, Lord, help me. And then I'm able to return to his presence. There's no, there's no condemnation. There's no, oh, well, remember, right? He's not an earthly father. He's my heavenly father. And he forgives me. He loves me so much. He sent his only son to die for me, to be tortured, to be bereft from him because of my sin. The wages of sin are death. Yet Jesus gives me eternal life because of what he did for me. I don't, I don't know what tomorrow holds. I know that in this time of uncertainty in the world right now, that all I can do is trust in the Lord and take the next step as I see fit, as I'm seeking his guidance. I hope that's what you're doing as well. I hope you're seeking the Lord through your your religious leaders in your area, your spiritual leaders, your Bible, absolutely. The Bible is the place where you need to be. And you may also need some guidance with it because I don't always understand what it says, but I have people that can help me understand. I want to say thank you for letting me share my thoughts, my ponderings of these last few weeks and the way that I see it now. And I hope that it was of benefit to you. I hope that you were able to gain some knowledge from it, some understanding from it, maybe some direction. 
follow your heart and your mind as long as it is legal, moral, and ethical. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. Ask and it shall be given to you. Matthew 7, starting with verse 7, reading on through verse 21. Spend time in the Bible today, seeking the Lord and his plans for you. And you will get an answer. Maybe not immediately, but you will get an answer. Thank you. Have an absolutely beautiful day today, my friend. Let me know how I can be of service. Jeannie at JeannieSiscoMeth.com Let me know that you listen to my podcast. Thank you so much, and bye for now. <music>